What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Beyond the Booth, your go-to podcast for all things concerning events, where we literally have you covered from A to E. Yes, I said A to E, not A to Z, because literally, let me break it down for you if this is your first time joining us. A, if you are an attendee, B, if you're a bride, C, if you're a coordinator, D, if you're a DJ, and E, everybody else, we have you covered. I'm your host, Marcus, and if you haven't already done so, be sure to hit that subscribe button, and if you want to get a little more sneak peek about things that we're working on in content and a little more look at me personally, you know, you can always check me out at DJ Ignite one on Instagram. So, for today's episode, I am super excited about this one. Um, this week's Mobile Tip Monday actually inspired today's episode as we were talking about uplighting and how it just really encapsulates the venue and creates the space to really draw the attendee all the more into the event. It really made me think about other aspects that do things like that, which is why this episode is titled and your feelings. Now, I know the first thing for some of y'all, y'all just started singing Drake as soon as I said that. But it is true because coming together and having a good event and just like everything going right and everything going well is good. People will forget what you said. People will forget what the DJ played or what the the songs that the band played. People will forget if they about the photo booth. People will forget about the food, but they will not forget about how the event made them feel. So that is why it's all important to just really have a unified connective tissue that tethers every component of the event together so that the attendee, as they go and they attend it, it, there's things that draw them in, whether it be just fun, pure, unadulterated fun, sentimentality, um, key moments that just like really spark memories in a positive light that just carry on to really keep the the memory of the event in a positive tenure. Now, I know you see pictures and posts on Instagram, especially like when people on the dance floor and everybody's hands go up and the lights are going crazy on like 24 karat magic because that's just a song that's just hot. And so like everybody's having a good time and jumping up and down. And so for that like 15 second window from your post that you put on social, everybody had a great time. But if you talk to the people that were there, you talk to the attendees about a week later, most of them don't really remember anything about the event. That one moment captured, yeah, a good highlight, a good, you know, moment in time, but it didn't really tell the whole story of what the entire event brought to the attendee and also for you whether if you're the coordinator putting this all together or if you're the bride and this is your big special day and if you're the dj take notes because this is also very important for you as well because people aren't they don't remember what was played before that song and before that moment and most of them don't remember what was played after that song or after that moment because after that 15 seconds that makes it on the social if the song was awkward, but it wasn't captured on camera and it wasn't posted on social, it could have been the fact that people clear the floor immediately afterward. So that one speck of time, that one micro highlight really just fails in comparison as far as like really drawing in the totality of what the event brings. So starting you from beginning to end, from the opening segments to the ending when everybody leaves, it's important to make sure that from start to finish, you're creating an experience 
for the attendee, for the guest, and ultimately even for yourself as you are the one that's putting in it. Because if you are putting this together or you are a vendor partaking in this, and if you're not having a good time, then that does bleed over into the work that you do, which does impede and infect the the area of the event in which you operate in. So, for example, if you are a DJ and you're not having a good time and you're just like dreading this because you don't really like the bride, you hated the groom because, you know, y'all got some boot, y'all some sort of beef or whatever. Um, you asked for songs to be submitted for must plays and they gave you those must play songs and you personally, that's not your thing. Yeah, when you get up there and you start playing, this it's going to lack that energy. It's going to lack that certain enthusiasm that comes with you know being a DJ. If you're a photographer and you're just having a bad day overall and it's just maybe not exactly picture perfect weather or you know your lens, you forgot one of your lenses at home that you really really like or you forgot one of your straps at home that you know really help you carry multiple cameras at one time so you have different shot options at the same moment because of the different apertures and the different lenses and the different angles and the different lenses, then, you know, now you're disgruntled and you're distracted. It it affects how you coordinate the photos, which affects the quality of the photos in the end when the, the client gets it back in, in the long run. So this does apply for everybody. So you want to start by first and foremost, if you're a coordinator putting this together, definitely, definitely, definitely getting your A-team. You want to definitely get your team together that's going to, you know, help bring this event and tie this entire event together in a memorable way from start to finish. Whether it be the florist, whether it be just, you know, homegrown volunteers, friends and family members tying in to put together centerpieces and create little tidbits, uh, giveaways, um, gifts for the guest. Uh, party favors, things like that, all these little things, you know, play a, a part in it. I mean, having party favors that that are sunglasses because it's a sunny day is one thing. Having party favors that's a white sunglasses because there's a lot of theme in there with that plays on the color white. And then on the interior, it has, you know, the wedding date and, you know, the bride and groom's name, you know, on the interior of the the lenses or in the interior of the frame or even on the exterior of the frame, now it becomes a sentimental gift that you've received as an attendee going to this event, even as a fundraiser, you know, fundraiser, you know, PTA 2021, um, you know, having something signature that that is connected to the event. So if you're talking about like a, 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 a farm or a barnyard type of a, theme than giving away party favors and, and, and stuff to to participants and to, you know, guests and attendees that have that sort of theme, that have that sort of tie-in, it's no longer just a party favor. It's a sentimental party favor that ties back to the event. And so when they look at that thing, then their memory and their subconscious begins to trigger all these, you know, the dopamine begins to release, the endorphins begin to release because they're reflecting on, oh, I remember that was a good time. Hey, you remember when so-and-so did this? Or, oh my gosh, it was hilarious when, you know, they start to go back when they have a party favor or they have something that they were able to take home from a centerpiece or something like that, that 
takes them back to the event. So having the A team in place that can that can help attribute and help bring those things together. If again you're talking about a wedding per se and you need a florist that, you know, specializes in these sorts of colors and these sorts of flowers because you know the bride and groom they collectively they love blue and orange and the blue and orange how it ties together and you throw in some white and you throw in some yellow and so the centerpieces all kind of have these flowers you know intricacies of all becoming one um, which symbolizes the union of the bride and groom becoming one as you're taking his favorite color and her favorite color putting them in the vase and you know put him on the centerpiece of the table and surrounded by other components that like rep- have representation to match then you, it it ties the event together so when you give those away at the end of the day or you're instructing your MC or your coordinator to make sure that people know that they can take these things home when they take them home at least for a small period of time they're still thinking about the event and that's something that you definitely want them to do you want them to continue to think about it long after the event has passed you don't want to be a fly by night like, oh my gosh, right? Yeah, I forgot you got married. Oh, d- wait, we were there. Oh, that's right, we were. The- that's we did go. I forgot all about that. That is something you do not want. And so, since you don't want that, having all of these things, the intangibles, the physical, the visual, the emotional, all kind of sparked, triggered, and and. And brought into the event is all the more important. I mean, that's one reason why a lot of people get photo booths. They get photo booths because it gives people a chance to get into the booth, take pictures, have a good time, have fun. And so now they have this little micro printout saying, you know, class reunion 2021 or... Father-daughter dance 2021 or mother-son dance 2021, you know, whatever the event may have been. And so it it sparks that, it keeps that, it remembers that. But there's so many other elements that you can tie into it that helps to trigger the emotions that really draw in the person to not only engage in the day, but carry the day long after the event has passed. So party favors to begin with, you know, whether they're coming or they're going, you give it to them when they first arrive, or you make sure they have something when they're parting. We talked about the centerpieces. So we're talking about florals. We're talking about intricate um, setups. And I don't want to say set pieces because it's not just on the stage, but things that in, encompass the environment that create the environment, um, whether it's a weather, Wizard of Oz theme. And so you have a bunch of different things like when they first walk in and they check in or, you know, or wherever they're entering in, as soon as they step past the door, they give their tickets or whatever. It's like a you're it's layered in yellow, painted like brick. So it's looking like a yellow brick road that's taking them down. And then where all the main things happen, whether it be speeches, whether it be a DJ, whether it be a band, whether it be performance, you know, from a school, whether it be toast, whether it be someone speaking, that encompassing has a, a design that looks like Emerald City. And since it looks like Emerald City, again, it's all about welcome to the welcome to you know this event, which the theme is Wizard of Oz, and you as the guest, welcome to Oz. 
Now, this is where Monday's mobile tip comes into play, because if you're talking about all of these other components and all these other elements and the way that things look, there's one last thing that's very important. It's the lights. The lights have to reflect or let things shine to show again Welcome to Oz. So again, going back to like the main stage area or the main focus where everything will be happening, whether it be speeches, DJs, bands, whatever, then you need to make sure that you have some sort of like greenish uplighting to like really sparkle and really make the Emerald City stand out. And when that stands out, then it's even better for the guests because it's all the more not only inviting, but it's all the more just bringing them in and drawing them in to the event. And now because we are such a visual society, especially now more than ever, when people are on their phones and they're taking video or taking little quick photos to get ready to post on their social, you know, it's it's the way that everything looks and how everything looks so inviting and enticing. And just, you know, again, the lights being off of yellow or off of white or playing off of the wall or going down the yellow brick road. Um, I know I'm just kind of sticking with this Wizard of Oz theme at the moment, but going down the yellow brick road and going into um, ultimately Emerald City. Now you can have other areas now you can have you know you have the 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 good witch so you can have like an area where it's like really good and it's really sweet and that's in that area is where all like the the sweet things are whether it be desserts or um uh sweet treats or whether or um um sweet booths or whatever you know it is you have like the wicked witch of the west so everything contrary so everything like sour everything um a little bit more serious or a little less quote-unquote disliked can be you know more in there um in like the other elements from you know the movie and from the books all kind of tied in together um to bring like the entire environment to stimulate the senses and to simulate as though the person themselves the attendee themselves are going into Oz so now they're feeling a lot more connected to the event they're emotionally more tied and connected to what's going on so you have so we talked about for how you know the little giveaways help how centerpieces help how like floral aspects if floral aspects are are necessary now if you're doing like a fundraiser like maybe you don't need you don't need flowers but <laughs> you don't need a florist but if you're doing like a wedding this the same thing still applies you know if the you know bride and groom you know they love the coast it can be a coastal theme without being overly obtuse as far as being a coast you don't have to have like you know reception area engulfed in sand you know what i mean you don't have to go there but it's like it's different feels what are coastal colors Co- whites blues um those type of things those those softer tones those softer palettes so from the flowers to the centerpieces uh you know giving away little little um jars or, or little bottles of sand and on the glass or the plastic of the little bottle it's you know so-and-so's wedding day and the date on it as a little keepsake see those sorts of things it makes it a beach theme without really having to be so of 
you know, overt about it and over the top about it to say, hey, look, we like the beach. Because when you're too much about it, then it just gets cheesy. And then, again, people's feelings get disengaged because their minds get disengaged. So now they're no longer really caring about the event that they're at. And they're kind of looking at the clock like, okay, this is cheesy. This is stupid. When when can we go? How, how long is socially acceptable to stay? And then as soon as we're good, we cross that threshold. Oh, I forgot I got something else to do. <laughs> so those little little things, those centerpieces, those keepsakes or those party favors, um, florists, if that's deemed necessary, and the types of flowers and how it ties in, uplighting, how that ties in, how important that is. Then so that gives the photographer and especially the videographer a lot to work with as they're capturing the day. Because I don't know about you, but like whenever I look at, you know, wedding recap videos or even just event recap videos in general, the ones that do that take the time to do just moderate events, but at most of them they really pour the effort into, you know, wedding recap videos. I love it. You know, I like I know in the back of my mind, especially if it's the event an event that I'm DJing, like I know like that's not the song I played when everybody was doing is dancing like that or, you know, doing that move or getting down to the ground like that. Like I know that that's not the song that's playing. But you know, that's playing in the video. But nonetheless, like it again, it it sparks that like, but that was a lot of fun. And then, oh my gosh, not only the what we did for the reception, but how this part led up to that. You're reflecting on the ceremony, how beautiful it was, what things said, especially if it's a ceremony that that makes me emotional. And I'm like, tear. Oh my gosh, how cute. (laughs) There are occasionally the wedding or two that 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 does that, Um, because true love never gets cheesy. But sometimes it's like an an emotional connection between two people and then how everything else encompasses that. It can make the day all the more powerful, even for me as a vendor, um, to be engaged and now emotionally invested. And so now I take that event away with me. And just remember how good of a time it was. You know, yeah, there may have been behind the scenes, this hiccup, that hiccup. But that's the part of why you have to have your get your A-team in place. If you're the coordinator, you have to have your A-team in place. Because when those those hiccups and those things happen, these are the professionals that can just shuck it off and keep moving forward and act like nothing went wrong or nothing is going wrong, still have the energy up, still have the enthusiasm up, still maintain their composure. And so when they, the event comes to that like precipice moment, everybody's having a great time genuinely from a DJ's perspective. They're not having a great time because I played this one song in particular. They're having a great time because the musical journey that's been built all throughout the day from what they were singing and kind of bobbing their heads to during cocktail hour to the song selection during dinner where, yeah, it may be more in the background, but it's still kind of nostalgic and the emotions that it creates, whether, you know, you're playing more of a, of a, you know, jazzy type of a vibe and going with like Michael, Michael Buble and, and, um, you know, Frank Sinatra, et cetera, and Nat King Cole, or you're going with like some like light soul or if you're, you know, playing into love songs. Yeah, you're playing love songs during dinner. It's making people feel a lot more vulnerable, a lot more in a loving mood and not like, you know, overtly sensual mood, but just engaging them on that awe or in that sweet measure. 
And so again, the photographer and the videographer, they have their job cut out for them. So now they can capture those moments, capture those genuine looks in people's eyes um, and not just the stances that they're making or the smiles that are on their faces. It's the, 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 the detail of what the person is giving off that shows, again, just how successful the event really is or isn't because how engaged they really are. If they're just there and having fun for a moment and then they're also thinking in the back of their head, they can't wait to leave. Or if they're really there, they're engaged, they're having a great time, time is flying by for them as an attendee. And so those moments that are captured on on video and on on, you know, with the photos, those moments, they trigger those lasting memories to say, this was a good time. I had so much fun at this event because all these other elements tied into it. The centerpiece is tied into it. The party favors tied into it or the, or the, or the keepsakes. The, the music tied into it. The lighting tied into it. Even the dress tied into it. You know, if you're like a semi-formal event, you know, and people are dressed up like to the nines and you want people to like really cut loose and have fun. You're like, and everybody's still, you know, dressed to the nines. It's not going to really show. But if you're semi-formal and people are dressed to the nines, but you see gradually throughout the day and it reflects in photos and in film that 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 dress to the nines begins to relax a little bit. <laughs> You know, ties start, you know, disappearing off of guys, you know, suit jackets start being taken off, sleeves start being rolled up. You can tell like, oh, it's either A, a really, really hot day or B, people are really having a good time. And so when you ask them a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, six months later about what happened on that day or at that event, they immediately are triggered to the fondness of the memories that carry with it how fun that event was or how good that event was. The blips, the hiccups, all those things will dissipate if everything else is tied together to draw them in. If everything's not tied together to draw them in and things are sparse, sporadic, separated, distant, people aren't emotionally engaged. They remember that bad moment. They remember the person who got up to do a toast who spoke for like an hour, literally, not figuratively, that got up and did a toast for an hour. They're completely emotionally disengaged. They're bored. They tuned out. They're out of it. Person who's doing the toast, you know, may feel great because they're saying all these things and getting all these things off their chest and talking about how much they care about the, you know, the the, the main people for the event and but as far as the guests, as far as the attendees, they are they're they're gone. They're done. They're they've already left. They've already left before they physically had the opportunity to leave. Because again, everything was separated, sparse, broken, disjointed. But when you tie everything together, literally and figuratively, when you tie everything together, what it does is it gives the attendee the opportunity to really lose themselves in the event and really just enjoy it. It lets you, the bride, enjoy the event because you get to remember all the fun moments and components and aspects of it 
the day is going to go by for a blur, especially for you, because from the from the early morning hair and makeup and photos starting to be taken, starting at like 6 a.m., brunch and mimosas with the girls, and then the you know the ceremony like at three o'clock though. It's a very very long day, no doubt about it. So a lot of, it's going to go by by a whirlwind, but when it's done right, it's done intricately. Even for you, the day still leaves a lasting imprint so that when you do get those photos back from your photographer, when you do get the video back from your videographer, when you do look at the posts that people post on their socials, it gives you such a good time. You're like, oh, snap, I wasn't even there for that because we were doing family pictures, but it's good to see how everybody was engaging and having a good time. That's the evidence that people's feelings are and and people's feelings are invested in your event. If the, you're the coordinator, it's all about the guest experience. It's all about the attendees' experience. Whatever you can do to draw them in, whatever you can do to really make them engage and be there and partake and have a good time and buy into it, because ultimately, from especially for a coordinator, you're you're working for the buy-in ability of the attendee. If the attendee doesn't buy into the event then they may stay for the duration of the entire thing. But once the event is over, you're no longer thought about. That uh, Your event is now a distant memory. It has now been forgotten. But when you get them to a point of buy-in and they buy into your event and they're emotionally invested because of all the little, little things, the little things, it's like a, you know, like a, a mock EDC. So you have glow sticks, you have, you know, uh, black light, you have, you know, smoke machines, you have all these other elements that kind of really take them in to be like, oh, snap, that was so much fun. Like we went to a rave without having to actually go to a rave. So that's what it feels like. That was cool. That was really cool. If you're a DJ, you ha- you are the catalyst that helps to tie all these things together from an auditory standpoint. Because if you're playing randomly and playing against the grain of where the event is going, then it makes the event clash. And if the event clash, then the attendee is disengaged. They start to get distracted and like, what is he doing or what is she doing? Like, th- did they really just play? And they become disengaged, and now no, lo- they're no longer having a good time. And so now, you've just cost the coordinator people remembering the event in a positive light. But you play into it well. You do your job well. You show up. You play into the green, and you tie everything together from an auditory standpoint. People will talk about the event because it won't just be that one song that you play that everybody likes. That hey, that's just a hot song of the year. They'll remember the other things. They'll remember, oh, when you transitioned from this song, wait, what song was it again? I forgot. But whatever you did, like all of a sudden, then there's like lightsabers, just like everybody had lightsabers up in the air because it was like a Star Wars theme. Like, oh my gosh, that was epic. Those things help people remember the event long after the event has passed because it's left a lasting imprint in their mind and in their emotions. And like I said, everybody else. So if you're helping with the the staging if you're helping with the scenery if you're helping with the the party favors if you're helping if you're a florist if you're a photographer if you're a videographer if you're a caterer like all these things 
they have to tie together. If they tie together, then the guests can buy into it. They can become emotionally invested. And then your event, the event itself, will leave a lasting mark in the life of the attendee. Not to mention, if you're a vendor, it's good for business because that's where word of mouth comes from. That's where the referrals come from because they they will say, hey, I'm doing this kind of an event. You know, I know we so-and-so had them at their wedding. I wonder if they do birthday parties, though. Wait, who was that DJ that you had? Wait, wait, wait. Who was that caterer that was at your, that who, who did your event? Wait, wait, who was the photographer that took all your photos? See, you do it well, you tie it in, you make it a success collectively while still being individual and individual while still working within the collective you make a standing out impression in the mind of the attendee because the attendee ultimately can become a potential customer that's for another podcast though so on that note i hope this helps you kind of like get ideas for how to tie your event together from start to finish and if you haven't already done so be sure to hit that subscribe button give me a quick follow on instagram at dj ignite the number one and i will catch you guys on the next episode love y'all appreciate y'all go have a successful event peace peace